with Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Oh, hey, what up, Tuesday? Tuesday. How do you feel, Casey? Well, do you need me to say it? Tuesday is the worst day of the week. It is the worst of the day week. of the week. <laughs> but it seems as though it might not be the worst day of this week, considering what's in our future. Yeah, depending on if you like snow or not. Tomorrow, we're supposed to see a lot of it. They were they were saying five to ten inches last night. Now they're saying four to seven. And listen, I'm pretty confused because my phone is telling me it's going to start tonight at six. But Gary on the news is telling me it's going to start tomorrow at noon. So I don't know who to believe. It's supposed to start with rain tonight and then it will turn to snow overnight. So that's the uh, that's what they're thinking is going to happen. So what my guess is, is that there'll be a lot of cancellations tomorrow. So prepare yourselves for that. And then I think everything will be cleared up by Thursday. So uh, if you like snow, it's coming. And I'm going out of town and I really want to use my snowblower. <laughs> this is like the worst time for someone to travel, but we're thinking you'll get out of town. Okay. Yeah, should be okay. Should be okay. Uh, we've got Disney on ice tickets at 730 with the fun game called Instruments Only, where you identify the movie that the song is being played from. And we've also got Chris Jansen tickets with the big three. That's at eight o'clock today. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out. Be safe out there and again, prepare for tomorrow. Side streets are going to be crazy. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. The women in country music are taking over as they reached a milestone together that hasn't been seen in years. Carly Pierce, Lainey Wilson, and Gabby Barrett are just taking the radio by storm with a few of their fan favorite hits because for the first time since 2020, Three solo female songs are charting simultaneously in the top 10 of country radio. Let's go. Let's go. So it's Gabby Barrett's Pick Me Up, um, Carly Pierce's What He Didn't Do, and Lainey Wilson's Heart Like a Truck. That's awesome. This might seem like not a big deal to, like, let's be honest, people that aren't really into the country radio scene, Mm -hmm. or maybe if you're not really listening that closely to radio, but the men in country really take over the airwaves in a massive way. Yeah, this has been an issue for... Ever. Ever, yeah. I don't... We don't choose the music around here, but like there are days I've said on air, I have maybe only played two women in my entire midday day part. So it's pretty huge whenever things like this happen. Um, Carly Pierce obviously shared the news on Twitter and she tagged the girls and she said, a big ol'. Let's go, girls. Nice. And um, I'm sure they're all pretty excited because these three are having a big... They're having a moment, yeah. each of them in their own right. I think uh, I think in the next couple of years, we've got lots of women that are coming up. Lainey Wilson, especially. Yeah. She is making a lot of noise right now. Uh, Priscilla Block is another one that you're probably going to hear a lot. Kylie Morgan. Um, yeah. Megan Maroney Who is another one. Who all three are coming to St. Louis within the next two months, yep. just saying. Yep. Hot Country Nights. Grab your tickets at 923WIL.com and... Um, yeah, shout out to these girls. And maybe start listening a little closer when you're listening to the radio because you'll start noticing these trends. Yeah. It's it's a very, it's a tricky situation to be in. It's a At, tricky situation to work here, but also to say it. You know yeah. what I mean? Either way, shout out to the ladies. Proud to have had two of them play at Jingle Fest so far. And hopefully uh, once Gabby Barrett's done with maternity leave, she'll be back here in St. Louis too. Until then, keep an eye on our concert calendar at 923WIL.com. Remy and Casey. 
It feels a little bit early for spring cleaning, but a lot of people in my life have mentioned something about cleaning the house or getting rid of old things. And then yesterday, Casey was like, I'm going to go Marie Kondo my house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How is that going, by the way? It is definitely going. So we had people over over the weekend and I didn't, we've only been in my place for two years and with people over, it just felt so crowded, so cluttered, so, and I immediately I knew we're going to grow out of this house before we've even like gotten married yeah. and that's not supposed to happen. So I'm all about going through, I'm, I think my goal is to be, remove one thing from my house every day for the year. Yeah. Thank it for the joy that it's brought you and move on. And then move on. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my sister and she was like, yeah, I threw out yearbooks and I threw out all this stuff. And I was like, you threw out, wait, you threw out yearbooks? Can you even, can you do that? Can it you throw out so yearbooks? Wrong. I feel like I accidentally threw away mine <laughs> because I cannot find my high school yearbooks anywhere and went through tons and tons of my stuff at my parents' house a couple years ago. Still didn't turn up. So how am I ever going to find the person that signed my crack first? You know what I mean? I feel like that's only something someone who graduated in 20, 2003 yeah, that would never, say. I, that never happened to anybody else whenever you graduated. <laughs> I've never heard that. Are you serious? I was so serious. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> I can't believe, like, I, I would never throw out my yearbooks. Like, there are some things that I'm okay with parting that maybe felt sentimental once, but yeah. yearbooks, not one of them. Um, high school yearbooks are on the list of things that you should always keep. Yeah. College oh. apparel is another one, which I thought was kind of weird. Nah. Trophies and awards. Uh, souvenirs from your first solo trips, love letters, special cards. Do you keep all your uh, all your love notes, Casey? Yes, actually, <laughs> I have a box. <laughs> I'm I'm actually curious about the yearbooks thing because there's another another aspect of this, which is if you're trying to declutter your house, taking photos of like children's artwork or pictures so that you can actually physically get rid of all of those things, but you still have them in a digital form. I, you know what I bet happens if this doesn't already, I bet in the future, they're going to start sending out digital yearbooks or like you can buy the physical one, but we're yeah. just going to email you the digital copy. Yeah. I really think that, that everything is, is going to live on hard drives. Yeah. And not in my parents' That's basement. That's so crazy. <laughs> I love yearbooks. I have my parents. I have my grandparents. I'm obsessed with yearbooks. Um, let us know, are yearbooks something you keep or have you taken the plunge and tossed them in the trash can? Maybe high school wasn't awesome for you. Right. Maybe you're trying to forget about it. <laughs> Maybe you just it. want to get rid of those memories. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Well, it seems the Cardinals have a new play-by-play -play announcer to replace Danny Mac. Chip Carey, the grandson of the late and legendary Harry Carey, will be taking over the mic for the Cardinals. Oh, wow. And the Cardinals, I have not seen this on their Facebook page. Like, there hasn't been an official announcement from the Cardinals yet, but, like, the Braves have announced it, like, he, that he's leaving. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, all the news stations are picking it up. So I think it's pretty safe to say that he's he's the guy. But he's currently a play-by-play, -play, or was a play-by-play -play announcer for the Atlanta Braves. And, of course, his grandpa is an announcing legend, and while most people know Harry Carey for his years with the Cubs, his first announcing job was actually with the Cardinals in 1945. Amazing. So he was here from 1945 until 1969, and the Cardinals declined to renew his contract. He went on to the A's and then the White Sox and then ultimately finished his career with the Cubs. And Chip is like 
a St. Louis and through and through also. Like he was born here and everything. So I, I love any history that leads yeah. to like Cardinal stuff. I think this is a super great choice. It, it's, it's, and it would be hard to accept somebody, you know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah. From a play-by-play announce, uh, announcing standpoint. Yeah, he went to Parkway West, you know, he was born and raised Chesterfield, that kind of thing. So uh, obviously he's got, uh, he's got ties here in St. Louis, but this is a little bit of what he sounds like on the air. Bill's kind enough to join us. He's here in town to root on his beloved Braves. <laughs> <laughs> Popped up right side. Anthony Rizzo is going to give chase over near the Braves dugout. And he's just out of room. It's just in his blood. You it know just what I mean? Sounds like a sports announcer yeah. voice. Yeah, he's great. He's gonna be awesome. Uh, welcome back to St. Louis, Chip. Very excited to get the season started. Uh, Tom Brady continues to get hounded about retirement. Here's a clip from a recent interview he did. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do regarding your football career, Jim? If I knew what I was gonna do, I'd have already done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. I appreciate your asking. <laughs> wow. He's like, uh, you know, dropping F-bombs and then is like, I appreciate you asking. Thank you so much for asking that question. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say he's going another season. If he doesn't have his mind made up by now, he doesn't necessarily have to worry about making his wife happy anymore. <laughs> he doesn't have to, like, there isn't right, that. Like the thing is, you chose your bed. Now sleep in it. Stay yeah. for another season if you're going to do that. But... The sassiness, I mean, this, this, you, you, like I said, you chose this. That's your headline. So figure it out. That's your headline. You're the oldest quarterback in the league and everybody wants to know what's your decision. Are you coming back or not? But I'm sure he's using it as some leverage for, you know, money and all that stuff down the road. So uh, the Blues will take on the Sabres tonight at home. Puck drop at 722 days until pitchers and catchers report to Cardinals spring training. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Kylie Jenner finally announced the name of her 11-month-old son. And it might have been a bad choice. Thank the Lord. I'm so glad this is... uh... We're aware now. You don't know anything. <laughs> Kylie Jenner, a.k.a. the youngest of the Kardashian bunch and arguably the richest, had a son 11 months ago who she originally named Wolf. Shortly after, they said... Yeah, we're taking him back. He's not a wolf. He doesn't have a name yet. Oh, I remember this. I remember talking about this, yes. Right, and so they waited an 11 yeah. months to let us know. And over the weekend, Kylie decided to announce his name online on Instagram. His name is Air. Air. A-I-R-E. Okay. At the end. Keep in mind, she also has a daughter named Stormy. So a lot of speculation has been like, oh, it's the elements Stormy and air. The next child will be Diablo. (laughs) (laughs) So after announcing the name, fans everywhere noticed that air in the Hebrew language means lion of God. I totally believe that this is what Kylie was hanging on to. And this is what she thought. Oh my gosh. Perfect. It's perfect. That's like the first thing you do whenever you are researching a name for your child is you, what's the meaning? What's the meaning? Where did it come from? In Hebrew, the meaning is lion of God. Yes. In Arabic, it is my penis. Oh my gosh. What? How do we go from lion of God to that? Fans all over the world. (laughs) are responding with laughter and advice for the child not to visit the Middle East. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> because the thing is, when we name our babies, we got to do more than just see how it sounds with the last name and see what the uh, Hebrew meaning is. But especially when you're one of the richest families in the world, you should probably do a little bit more insight. I was going to say, don't you have a... If you're the Kardashians, don't you just have a built-in research team like hanging out in the basement of your house? You'd think. And I think that they didn't even tell them the baby's name. Like even those people didn't know because yeah. they didn't want any chance that it could be leaked. It's not a and it's not a bad sounding name for a celebrity baby name. Yeah. Which can get off the wall and crazy. It's air is fine to me, I think. Right. And what's funny is there's going to be people who don't know or don't care and are going to name their child after this kid. Thousand percent. <laughs> it's going to be the most popular baby names in 2024. Thousand percent. So pretty much immediately after she put it out into the universe that her baby's name was Air with an E at the end. It I mean, just, the backlash, it was nonstop. It, it was like wildfire. Bad. It doesn't sound bad, though, but I get it. Yeah, and baby's last name is Webster. That's Travis Scott's real last name is Webster. Uh -huh. Stormy Webster, Air Webster. It's fine, I think, until, you know, you really get into it. Yeah, well, it sounds like they could just change it if they wanted to anyway. Sounds so. like they might. <laughs> it's not the first time it's happened. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> someone helped that child if he ever does travel to the Middle East. He's going to yeah. have to go by a different name. <laughs> news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. I love the idea of time traveling. Mm -hmm. Mostly because I think it's totally possible within our lifetime. I think also because you like really grow up watching things like um, Back to the Future, I bet. Oh yeah. And I just watched Interstellar not too long ago. And that's a crazy movie. That I had to watch like two, like twice in a row to yeah. understand. Black holes, wormholes, all the things. So it's, I think it's possible. Casey, would you go to the future or would you go to the past if you had your choice? I think I would definitely go to the past. Okay. Because at least like in the future, I'd be so confused. I'd be a fish out of water. But yeah. in the past, you kind of get what's going on. Yeah. I'd go back to medieval times. Uh, it's a little too far for me. Probably do some jousting or something. That'd be a knight in shining armor. Remy never comes back because he dies in medieval times. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. That got real morbid real fast. You suggested it. What about 2027? You up for a little micro time travel? There's a couple on TikTok who claim that they are in the year 2027 and insist that they have spent four years alone in the world. Alone? Dude's, dude's name is, yeah. Dude's name is Javier. He calls himself the lone survivor. And now he's got a woman on the channel, which if he is the lone survivor, I don't know where he found this woman, but right. <laughs> they're out there in 2027 where apparently everybody but them is gone. The pair has okay. shared evidence that there are no humans left on earth. Similar to Javier's videos, they appear to be in completely deserted places with no signs of life. I went to this channel and they do a very good job of not tilting the camera up so that you can oh, see the streets and so yeah. you can see the things. But there are there are a couple different instances where they're like at a museum and it's just the dude in front of the exhibit. But they pan around. There's nobody else in there. So I wonder who they're paying, mm. you know, to be like, hey, can everybody just get out of here for a second? You know, <laughs> if you really want to be that Internet famous, I guess you do have to get pretty creative. Shout out to going four, just four years in the future. You know what I mean? Right. Like they didn't choose... Well, obviously, four years, not much has changed, so they can get yeah. away with a lot more. But it's just long enough to make good financial decisions, to be like, when's the stock market doing in four years right. or whatever. Uh, there are a lot of TikTokers, obviously, that, that think this is fake. 
he has repeatedly claimed that he is the last person on earth and has uploaded all these videos to prove it. One commenter said, end of the world, but her nails are done. Somebody else said, Whoa. somebody else said, end of the world, but they still have electricity. Hey. Like who's running that? You, Obviously, you really start to think about it. You're like, oh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of holes in this theory. <laughs> Shout out to them for trying, though. Yeah. Well, go check it out. I posted it on the Facebook page. Decide for yourself. I do think that time travel is possible. I just don't think that these guys are the ones that are doing it. They're not. Ninety-two-three WIL. Remy and Casey. Disney on Ice is making its way back to the Enterprise Center February second through the fifth, and we only want to send true Disney fans. So we're going to play a game to make sure that that happens. Remy, are you going to Disney on Ice? Probably. You are a Disney adult if I've ever met one. Yeah, we uh, feel like we have season tickets <laughs> to Disney on Ice. We're always there. Uh, we're going to play a, a game called Instruments Only. I'll play you a short instrumental clip of a Disney song. You have to tell me what movie it's from. Yesterday's was Tangled. Today is up to you. First one, uh, we'll do this. And uh, see if you can identify it. Man, now that I play it, I no. feel like that's so, that's such a dead giveaway. I don't know it. You don't know it? I don't know I'll that. I'll play one more time. All right, 314-954-9230. If you feel like you know what movie that song is from. It's Vicki Wellman. All right, Vicki, name the movie the song is from. All right, say that one more time. What's your guess? A Beauty and the Beast. Gaston's like the jerkiest character of all time. <laughs> Congratulations, you're going to Disney on Ice. Thank you. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three. Casey is in the hot seat today. Our contestant, Grace, will be playing alongside you in St. Charles. Won't tell you how many you got right until the end. She'll have to guess, and then she could win those Chris Jansen tickets. Casey, are you ready to spin the wheel? Let's go. Oh, you like this one. Today's game is the news. The news? Yeah, we all know Casey doesn't watch the news, so whenever this game pops up, you know it's going to be good. Lame. I think you might actually do okay looking at these questions here. All right, Grace, be playing at home. Keep track. Casey, question one. I do have multiple choice if you need it. Microsoft has confirmed it's going to invest billions of dollars into a company called OpenAI. We've actually used their software on the show. It can write essays, poems, songs, and even help students cheat on final exams. What is the software called? Um, we used it. Yep. We used it to write a song so, in the style of Toby Keith. It's literally... About Friday the 13th. So dumb because it's like letters. It's like FGS or GHR. Or, would, you, um, would, would you like multiple choice? Sure. A... Chat GSP, B, Chat GPI, or C, Chat GPT? C, 
see chat GPT. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yep. All right. Number two. In sports today, we talked about a new play-by-play announcer for the Cardinals. What is his name? His name is Chip Carey. Or Carey. Carey. And number three. Disney just closed an iconic ride for good. I've talked about this in the studio, but because it contains the word Disney, I know Casey's brain immediately shuts off. Casey, name the ride. It's some sort of mountain. Like, I want to say Space Mountain, but I think that's the one that's like a roller coaster inside. But then there's another mountain. There's a couple. There's uh, three or four. I think there's like three or four mountains. There's a mountain that's outside and it's brown. It's that one, right? It is that one. (laughs) Oh, no. You're going to get buzzed here in a second. All right. Just buzz me. Okay. I don't know. No answer for three. All right. We go to Grace in St. Charles. Grace, how many do you think that Casey got right today out of three? I think think she got one right. What did you say the first one? You said C, right? C, yeah. Okay. Sorry, Grace. She got two right. Casey. We will, of course, still give you the tickets, but it is Chat GPT. Okay. That's the uh, the software that we use. Chip Carey is the new play-by-play announcer for the Cardinals. Yep. And number three, the ride that is closing for good in Disney World is Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Yes, yes you were so close. Mm, I would. I never. I never ever would have got that. But there's like Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain. Splash Mountain. I've been to Disney World one time and then just that one only time. Yeah. So. And it's all changed since then. Probably. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Why exactly did Thomas Rhett choose tequila for a business venture outside of music? He's telling the story of how he and his cousin Jeff got inspired on a trip to Colorado together to create their own company. And what's better than to create some tequila. So Jeff and I are obviously third cousins, but uh, we've grown up like brothers pretty much. Jeff and I went out to a restaurant and uh, we're just trying a bunch of different tequilas. Our waitress kept bringing us different types to try. And and so we woke up the next morning, got on a ski lift and we've been talking about developing a company together. We didn't know what it was going to be. And we looked at each other and we're like, dude, I have no idea what this means, but let's start a tequila company. And so they did. (sighs) Dos Primos was born. I'm so bored with country artists and making liquor there's a lot of it there's it's a you get a bar and you get your own alcohol mm-hmm. and now you're a country artist that's just how they're diversifying these days yeah that i have is better true. ideas i have better ideas for products for thomas Rhett. what do you think thomas Rhett should have instead of his own tequila a hatchet a hatchet brand or an axe brand he's not out there chopping trees he could be how about a Thomas Rhett steering wheel cover. Ain't nobody got a steering wheel cover company. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Slingshots. What about Thomas Rhett hand lotion? There are so many other things you could do. I don't want to pay over for overpriced tequila that because Thomas Rhett's name on it. I want to pay for a steering wheel cover because Thomas Rhett's name is on it. You wouldn't have a steering wheel cover from Thomas Rhett. I might. No, you If it wouldn't. was like diamond plate or something manly. Camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> I do think he could have gotten a little, a little more out of the box. Like you know, if one of his biggest hobbies is um, photography, I think it'd be really cool if he did some sort of 
partnership, Thomas Rhett X Cannon. Yeah. Yeah, he's or got his own filter set or something. Thomas Rhett X Ugly Stick, because yeah. he's a big uh, fisher in Colorado. Let's go. Yeah, I think he could have got, I think he could have done a little so bit better. Way better ideas. Uh, next time you want to make a product, Thomas, just consult with Remy and Casey on 93 WIL. We, we say as if we're his boss. Uh, next time, will you just let us know first? Let us know. We'll, we'll market help you that out, a little I better. Guarantee you're not going to sell a bunch of that tequila. You sell a bunch of steering wheel covers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the gingerbread man and I were actually at Total Wine over the weekend, and we made it a point to go find Thomas Rudd's tequila. We didn't buy it, but if you've had it, yeah. you can let me know. Was it like $85? I, I, to be honest, we already had like 12 things in our cart. <laughs> and I was like, we got to draw the line somewhere, TR. We'll do I'm, this another time. I'm wasted just looking at all of this. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure it's good, though. Let me know if you have tried it before. 314-954-9230. Remy and Casey. Casey Valentine's Day is right around the corner. She's coming up. And I will always be reminded of the time that I got dumped the day before Valentine's Day. <laughs> had to scramble because I already had plans and ended up taking my new date to a minor league hockey game on Valentine's Day. This is one of my favorite stories of yours. <laughs> it's... uh. I guess the, the guys were wearing pink sweaters that night, so that was okay. It was kind of Valentine's themed. And did but, you hold hands? Uh, no. Well. Uh, they didn't go anywhere after that. So you were just trying to hang out for Valentine's Day? Yeah, yeah. And then you ghosted her. Yeah, so, <sighs> yeah. I was wondering if there was any weird places that guys have ever taken you on dates, Casey. Well. <laughs> I suppose there was this one time in college where after class, a guy, a classmate invited me to go to lunch. And so we just went to Jimmy John's. Nice. And just like chatted. And That's like a classic college like eatery. Yeah. And I thought nothing <laughs> of it. And I went back to school. And two days later, the whole baseball team was talking about how one of their players, so-and-so took Casey on a date to the Jimmy John's. Nice. When I was like, wait, 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 wait. If it's Jimmy John's, it's not a date. <laughs> it was just noon. I want a turkey tom with cheese. That's it. Right. Sub so fashion freak. Yeah, it's not so a what, date if it's at Jimmy John's. Did it did it go anywhere? Yeah, for two years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you dated a guy that took you to Jimmy John's for the first date for two years? Again, I wasn't thinking about it as a date, but after that, their whole school knew that we apparently that's, went on our first date at Jimmy John's. That's crazy. Uh, There's a BuzzFeed article about all of this, and one of them says a guy picked up a woman for dinner after she chose the restaurant. Then he drove the wrong direction for 30 minutes before she said anything. It turned out he didn't know where the place was, but he didn't want to admit it. So mm. another one says a guy was supposed to take a woman bowling for their first date, which <laughs> sounds awesome. Instead, he took her to his mom's house to help decorate his mom's bedroom. Okay. I did take a girl uh, bowling on a first date. And then I, when I was wheeling my balls into the center, um, and I got to say, I have my own shoes. What did you just say? Wheeling your balls into the center? Yeah. Like you roll, ro like I had a, I have a wheelie bag with my balls in it. There's a couple balls. And that's the, that is the point in which she knew. Yeah. There won't be another date. <laughs> yeah. This, this guy takes it way too seriously. No. So I, I had like a 200 or whatever, and she's rolling like a 60 and hating life. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, this guy brought a wheelie bag. Yeah. Where did a guy take you on your first date or a date in general that kind of left you like, 
I don't know if this is going to work out. Let us know. 314-954-9230. Or you can always hit up the Facebook page. Let us know there. Just search 923-WIL. That's, I mean, bowling date's not bad. But if you're going to show up and show out like that, I don't know. <laughs> Remy and Casey, we were just talking about those weird dates that maybe he took you on. Maybe it was the first date. Maybe it was just like a date when you first started dating. Kelly said, my husband was six hours late to our first date. Ended up at IHOP at midnight. Six. Mm. Romantic. She must really like him. Trish said, went to see Phantom of the Opera and he fell asleep. Same. <laughs> Terrible first date. Also, Phantom of the Opera is kind of a weird choice for a first date. It's kind of a creepy musical. Yeah. And that's the moment that he knew he was not coming back for a second. Right. Lynn said, strip club. I don't know why you would All go right, there on well, first Lynn, date. I mean, sure come thing. on. Let's go. Uh, if you want to tell us, ladies, where is the weirdest spot a guy is taking you on a date, hit us up on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, if you were looking to adopt a dog. Always. And you saw this in the description, what would you say? Here we go. The Niagara SPCA says that Ralphie, who appears to be a Boston Terrier, is a fire-breathing demon. Would you be up for that challenge? Oh, Ralphie. The Niagara... SPCA is getting national attention for its adoption post. Most adoption ads are like super sweet, loves people. Oh, I just looked up a little Boston Terrier. So cute, by yeah. the way. Uh, in describing Ralphie, they say, we don't actually have too many nice things to say, so we're just going to come out with it. Ralphie is a terror in a small package, according to the shelters. They say, we're sure you're thinking my ankles will be just fine. We'd caution uh, to proceed at your own risk. They're basically they're basically being upfront and honest about this dog who's a little terrorist. Wow, I kind of appreciate how <laughs> upfront they are because a lot of times they're they'll they'll sugarcoat that kind of stuff yeah. and they'll say he's just so playful. He's just so excited yeah. to see you. I think this is a this is a task for Caesar Milan. I feel like the dog whisperer could probably turn this guy around. Yeah, I I, I could definitely see if like maybe a single person was looking for a dog and uh -huh. they saw him and they were like, oh no, he's cute. Like we can make this work. I feel like honesty is the best policy. Yeah. The shelter wrote that uh, they've already, that Ralphie's already been adopted twice and brought back. <laughs> his first owners rehomed him after an unsuccessful training process. Then two weeks into his new home, he was surrendered to us because he annoys our older dog. Yeah, I feel like he would have to be the only dog in the household and maybe like just one human around, no kids. <laughs> what they actually meant was Ralphie is a fire-breathing demon and will eat our dog, but hey, he's only 26 pounds. Aww. Everything belongs to him. If you dare test his ability to pos possess the things, <laughs> wrath will ensue. If you show a moment of weakness, prepare to be exploited. They say the ideal home for Ralphie is the mother of dragons. Oh, my God. Or an adult home free of other animals with an owner who will lead him calmly and sternly, putting up with zero crap. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you got to be a strong person because, like, what is the shelter going to do? They have to be honest. Because it could be, like, a danger if you take him home and that you got other dogs in your house or yeah. you got little kids in your house. You got to know what you're getting into. Can you imagine, like, just thumbing through all the adoption posts? Like, you're in the market, you're ready to adopt or whatever, and you're just, like, flipping through all the posts and you see this one come this up. This one's a demon. Start reading it. Uh, he is off the website. But given his track record, he might be back on that website soon. So... 
you can see the post. I did post this up on the Facebook. He's a cute little pooch. Oh, Ralphie. He's a cute little pooch. Uh, maybe if you're feeling up to the challenge and you want to travel to New York to grab up Ralphie and he's still there, go for it. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, powered by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. For heating service and repairs, visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we're saying thank you to Carrie Long. Carrie is a third grade teacher for Northwest School District. In 2006, her son passed away from childhood cancer at just eight years old. Every year, she has held St. Baldrick's shave events, trivia nights, golf tournaments, all to raise money to help find a cure. The whole school comes together to honor Charlie and the kids that are still fighting, and it's all made possible by Carrie. You can see her strength and you can also see the struggle on her face as she stands up on stages each year with tears in her eyes, telling the story of her son's journey. And she urges to push to help kids today still fighting. That's awesome work. Thank you so much, Carrie. Carrie was nominated by Audrey Vinigoni and they sent a request song, Kane Brown, Chris Young. It's Famous Friends on 92.3 WIL. We had such a blast at our first Hot Country Nights with Clay Walker. Oh my gosh. Jackson Dean. So many people showed up. I was shocked at how packed it was before the show even started. Yeah, and I I saw a video of Clay Walker out and about afterwards. He went out on a town, <laughs> girl. I'm thinking Clay Walker, you know, he's 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 experienced in this. He's a vet when it comes to like hanging out, partying. You'd probably just go back to the bus, you know, back oh, to- Oh no, it's 2 no. a.m. That man's out in Soulard. He is out and about. So uh, Jameson Rogers is our next show. That is this Friday with Breland and- and if you don't know about Breland, he brings the energy, that's for sure. And then after that, uh, Parmalee with Shane Prophet, Joe Nichols, Midland, Nico Moon, Priscilla Block, and Jared Neiman with Megan Maroney. Tickets are available at 923WIL.com. 923WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today. Uh, we talked about those uh, weird spots that a guy has taken you on a date. And Casey was like, my first date when college was with this guy to Jimmy John's. Yeah, <laughs> but yours was to a bowling alley, and which is not a bad first date. I think bowling is a great first date, except Remy brought his bowling bag on wheels. He brought <laughs> his own shoes. He probably scared the girl away. Yeah, probably. Uh, Adam said on Facebook, just out of curiosity, what's wrong with Jimmy John's? I feel like that's a perfectly good date for a poor college guy or anyone for that matter. Listen, it's fine. I love Jimmy John's, especially in college, but it wasn't a date. <laughs> well, it lasted for two years after that. <laughs> uh, if you've got uh, somewhere that your guy has taken you on a date that was kind of weird up there with strip club, because we've seen that on the Facebook page, just go let us know there on uh, the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.